All right, y'all, welcome to the Scott Horton Show. I'm the director of the Libertarian Institute, editorial director of Antiwar.com, author of the book Fool's Errand, Time to End the War in Afghanistan, and the brand new Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terrorism. And I've recorded more than 5,500 interviews since 2003, almost all on foreign policy and all available for you at scotthorton.org. You can sign up for the podcast feed there. And the full interview archive is also available at youtube.com slash Scott Horton Show. Okay, you guys on the line once again, I've got Nasser Arabi from Yemen Alan. That's yemen-now.com. And he is a reporter from Sana'a, Yemen. Welcome back to the show, Nasser. How are you doing? Thank you very much for having me, Scott. Uh, happy to have you here. So we have a ton of news to cover. This will be our third Yemen war in a row. Now we keep uh, switching sides back and forth. Well, now I guess this is the same side we've been on for a while. Um, but the third Yemen war, really, um, in just the last... Uh, what, 12, 13 years. Um, so can we start with the American airstrikes? I think everybody already knows the news about um, Houthi missile attacks on American shipping and military power in the Red Sea and the Brits too. But, um, and you can talk about that if you want. But also, I guess what we're most interested to know is about the bombing campaign, how bad it's been, what kind of targets are being hit and that kind of thing. Well, uh, first of all, let me say something very important. The uh, US and UK airstrikes did not work, and I think they would not work. They did not work at all. Um, they did not harm the Houthis. They did not uh, destroy anything. What they bomb is the bombed out things. They use the same playbook as Saudis and Emirates, exactly the same, uh, which means they um, they don't know what to strike and where these things. Of course, Houthi uh, have been uh, in war for for about ten years now. And they are very hardened, and they know where to hide their things at their arsenal. Uh, and the evidence for this is, is, of course, when they strike, when U.S. and U.K. strike, they strike Houthis strike back on the same day or in the same hour sometimes. Uh, so um, these air strikes did not work, and I think would not work at all as long as there is no, if they want to do something against Houthi, as long as there is no uh, people and the boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Well, so, uh, and just on the face of it do, there, anybody could have told you that, anybody who watched the war for the last 10 years or since, or nine years, right? Since 2015, America backed Saudi and UAE in a massive air campaign and including backing fighting forces on the ground as well. But yes, all they ever did was make the Houthis stronger this whole time. And they actually, exactly. they were only, signing now the a deal to end the war. Is, is, exactly. It's the same playbook. Same playbook. It's very funny. 
because they are bombing the same places as, as if they are as if they are opening opening the same playbook and do what the Emirates what the Emirates and the Saudis were doing for the last nine years. So they tried to to for example to bomb in in, in the places for example in Sana'a. What they bomb in Sana'a? They bomb the 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 military airport where they where they think the the drones and the missiles are um, are being concealed or are being hidden. But what we what we see what we what we see now is the same places which are completely uh, bombed out. So um, uh, of course it, it's it's impossible to to think that Houthis are um, hiding their uh, drones and missiles on the same place. Of course, nobody would believe. Nobody would believe it at all because Houthis are not uh, that crazy to, uh, to, 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 to put the, 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 the missiles and the drones and the things, uh, even the radars on, on the same places. Mm-hmm. So um, they tried to do the, these things. They, they, they say the drones, the missiles, the, uh, blindly. No. They have no knowledge of where, they have no idea where these things are. So I think what they are doing is making things worse. And they are, they are, they, they, they look now as uh, they are protecting the uh, genocide in, in Israel, the, the genocide being committed uh, against the Palestinians in Gaza. And they, they, they are not uh, protecting the navigation, as they say. Because the Houthis keep saying all the time that they don't want any, sh- they don't want to strike any ship. What they want is only the ships heading to Israel. And now they strike the U.S. and the U.K. ships because, of course, the U.K. and U.S. are striking Yemen and they are violating the sovereignty of the sovereignty of Yemen. Mm-hmm. Well, Nasser, the Pentagon says we are not at war with Yemen. And these strikes do not represent an escalation of conflict with Yemen. In fact, they are trying to de-escalate by bombing Yemen because it's supposed to convince the Houthis that they should back down and back out of this thing. And then that way all the fighting will stop. So, I mean, I'm interested in what you think of that, but I'm also interested in what the Houthis are saying about that if they are addressing that question. This is... This is... This is... This is very funny thing to say that we are not in a war with Houthi. We don't want to escalate. Um, uh, we are in self-defense. Also, this is this is also very funny thing. We are in self-defense. No, because uh, Houthi is uh, responding uh, simply to them by saying, "What we want is." To help our brothers and sisters in Gaza, what we want is 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 the war to stop. We will stop. We will stop doing all these things as long as you stop, as long as you try to stop the 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 the, 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 the genocide in in Gaza. So this is what they want, because the Houthi now is saying, if you don't stop, we'll escalate more. Our escalation will be more and more. Today. And yesterday, and almost every day, the Houthis uh, officials are saying this, 
we will escalate more and more if the war in Gaza is not stopped and the, 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 the blockade is not lifted. I think this is very, very easy to understand. Uh, we don't need uh, any uh, further explanation for these things. Yeah. But US and UK maybe want to, to, to protect Israel. So I think what they should say clearly, yes, we want to protect our ally Israel. That's it. We want to protect them. We want them to continue killing people. We want them, we want them to, to continue their genocide. I think this is what the UK and US officials should be saying. Well, of course, uh, the way that they put it is, well, we're simply responding to piracy and what's happening in Israel and Palestine has no relevance to it. That's their narrative. But of course, the whole world can see through that. And, you know, as I told you the last time you were on the show, I strongly disapprove of this intervention by the Houthis. And I know that Hell, they can even claim to be enforcing international law and moving to intervene in what even the International Court of Justice says is a plausible, uh, on the face of it, uh, case of genocide being committed. And it is absolutely horrible. And yet, from the American point of view here, all Shiites work for the Ayatollah in Tehran. And violence with back and forth, tit for tat, whatever you want to call it, between Israel and Hezbollah in Lebanon between America and the Houthis in Yemen, between America and various Shiite Iraqi militias in Iraq and in Syria. All of this, from the point of view of the American War Party, is the Shiites' war against America and Israel. And I think that there are probably, especially the pro-Israel hawks, people like John Bolton are leading the parade and saying, and Lindsey Graham saying, we really need to go to war against Iran itself, and then they do things like cite the Houthis and Khatib Hezbollah uh, in Iraq and these other uh, organizations as justification for that. And that would mean real regional war and, you know, a whole other round of hundreds of thousands killed. And so it seems like everybody should be doing their best to dial this thing down right now, and they're not. So I don't know what you think of that. Yes, I think they are helping Iran. Yes, Iran is now maybe uh, with the upper hand in the region, yes. But US and UK is helping Iran even more by, by doing all these things, by not responding to the calls of the world. Stop the genocide in, in Gaza. Stop the blockade in Gaza. Lift the blockade in Gaza. This is very simple things. And for the uh, virus, as you say, or the violation of the, of the international law, I think this is something that nobody will believe them because um, uh, if there is anyone who is violating the international law, it's Israel now. It's Israel and their allies, US and UK. Because, you know, everybody knows what the ICG said, the International Court of Justice. They said, stop this stop uh, this allow for allow the, uh, the 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 aid to uh, to 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 get in to be inside gaza but uh, no they they just tend a deaf um tend a blind eye and a deaf ear for all these calls and so they can't talk about the international the international law 
and uh, they can talk also about Iraq, uh, Iran, because they are helping Iraq, Iran and their proxies, if we suppose there are uh, proxies. For example, Houthis, he is not a proxy, Houthi is not a proxy, but if he is a proxy, he is now, uh, he is now getting more popular and he is getting a lot of support from all over the world, not only from the region and from the Yemen, because they, he, has, he has a good thing. He has a good reason to 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 to, to strike the, the 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 ships heading to to Israel, and uh, you know what people are saying in the streets in the streets of uh, some cities in the United States uh, when they call uh, Yemen Yemen make us proud uh, and all these things. You know, so, so I mean, there is there is there are a lot of calls. Uh, supporting Houthis, and 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 uh, the U.S. and U.K. should be should do something else. They should uh, they should uh, help end this war. This is the solution. Simply uh, help end this war, and they will they will do whatever they can. They, they will do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, this is the history of the last twenty years, and I know I'm a broken record on this. Manan, give a damn about the Ayatollah. But the people who do and are so upset about Shiite power in the region are literally the very same individual men and women who have made it this way by giving them Baghdad, by forcing Assad to be more dependent on Iran and Hezbollah than ever before, and by consolidating Houthi power in Yemen. You know, I don't know if I ever told you this, Nasser, but... John Kiriakou, the former CIA officer, who he's actually the only guy who went to prison for the torture program, and it was because he talked about it, not because he tortured anyone. But anyway, he told me that the first drone strike in um, Yemen, well, there was one in 2004 against some Al-Qaeda Al guy, I guess, and his friends. Um, but then in 2005, yes, yes, okay. in 2005, Kiriakou told me that he knows of at least one drone strike against the Houthis in Sada province in the north of the country that um, the the dictator then Abdullah Saleh was at war with them at the time or I don't know exactly what the state of this conflict was but the CIA was helping them target the Houthis back then and now here we are it's 19 years later and these guys rule the place and it's pretty easy to see how see, America's conflict and uh, Salah's conflict was counterproductive this whole time. And by the way, one more thing. As as you were pointing out there, um, well, I, I'm sorry, I forget if you said this or not, but it was years, wasn't it 2019? So five years into the war before the Ayatollah invited uh, Abdul Malik al-Houthi, is it, to come and accept his recognition of statehood. Right, that they were the legitimate country, uh, the, le the legitimate government exactly, of Yemen. Exactly, it was exactly. years is, into the war. Exactly. This is exactly this is how U.S. Uh, is making uh, uh, their enemies. Yes, how they they help people to be stronger and stronger, and uh, in, in 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 a very stupid way. This is this is this is their problem. You know, this is what they are doing now. They are helping. As I told you, helping Iran, not hurting Iran, not hurting Iran. They are helping Iran by their stupidity, and uh, unfortunately. Yeah.
Hey, y'all, I got a new coffee sponsor, Mundo's Artisan Coffee at mundosartisancoffee.com. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like my brain is all dried out. I need to pour a hot mug of rich, tasty coffee all over it to get it back working again, like 10W30 for the noggin. Though not necessary, it helps if the coffee tastes good. Well, Mundo's Artisan Coffee does taste good. They get the best beans from all around the world, and they don't burn them. Support the show and support your brain at MoondozeArtisanCoffee.com. Just click the link at the right margin at scotthorton.org. Hey guys, I had some wasps in my house, so I shot them to death with my trusty Bug Assault 3.0 model with the improved salt reservoir and bar safety. I don't have a deal with them, but the show does earn a kickback every time you get a Bug Assault or anything else you buy from Amazon.com. By way of the link in the right-hand margin on the front page at scotthorton.org. So keep that in mind. And don't worry about the mess. Your wife will clean it up. Well, folks, sad to say, they lied us into war. All of them. World War I, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq War I, Serbia, Afghanistan, Iraq War II, Libya, Syria, Yemen. All of them. But now you can get the ebook, All the War Lies, by me for free. Just sign up for the email list at the bottom of the page at scotthorton.org or go to scotthorton.org slash subscribe. Get all the war lies by me for free. And then you'll never have to believe them again. Well, and now, so let's talk a little bit more about Iran's influence in Yemen. Because, of course, the accusation is that the Houthis are just the Ayatollah sock puppets and Every bit of money and every bullet and missile that they have all come from Iran. And who, that's what they would have us believe, I guess. So what really is the extent of Iranian influence over the Houthis or with the Houthis, do you think? Or could you compare it to, say, for example, Hezbollah in Lebanon? Yeah, yeah. I will tell you something. And I, I, I said it many times with you here in your show. There is good relations between Houthi and Iran. Nobody can deny this. Media, political, maybe um, um, uh, technological or whatever, but not to the extent. The influence is not to the extent that uh, Iran would dictate what Houthi should do and what they should not do. No. So the influence is the influence is is is. Uh, because it, it's the only country now that has uh, relations with with Yemen with Houthis, Iran is the only country, of course, and they have embassy there, and they are cooperating in, in everything, but not to the extent to the extent that the American put it, because it's not to that extent. I mean, Houthis for for the know-how of how to make. Um, uh, missiles, drones, and all these kind of things. They are, of course, they are uh, putting all their resources for these things. There are no salaries in the country. It's only weapons industry. It's only uh, missiles and drones. So Iran would help uh, in, in, in know-how. Know-how is easy to, 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 to give them the know-how. By email, as I told you, or by someone who, who, who might have come. or who, who Yes, but the influence for the... I mean, there is no Iranian influence over 
that Yemeni decisions, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows this because Houthi have have their own agendas and their own ambitions, and they don't want to. Uh, or they we can't see them as this. I'm telling you very honestly now. I we can't see them because we 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 feel it. We, we are here. We we see. We hear. It's not that simply. It's not. They are not working with Iran, but they are. They are. Uh, they are cooperating with Iran. They are um, uh, in good relations with Iran. Yes, for many reasons, of course, but not to the extent that they are proxies or they are. They are just working for Iran, not for their agenda. No, they have because if they are that easy, uh, I mean, I, I don't think they would have. They would have existed until now. All right, so let's talk about this new thing in the BBC. I'm sure you must have seen it, this special where they went and interviewed these mercenaries who were assassinating members of Al-Isla. That's a Muslim Brotherhood group there, a party there, uh, working yeah. for the um, UAE. And as we've discussed in the past, Saudi hates the Muslim Brotherhood, except in Yemen where they support them. But UAE hates them, and here's more confirmation of that for sure. They even show a poor—I don't know how poor the guy is—but they show one civilian clearly saying, "Geez, why they want to murder me, man? I ain't doing thing." He sure doesn't seem like a terrorist, you know. And the guy says the justification is, "Well, he's a member of the Muslim Brotherhood, and they're terrorists." Like he's just equating them to Al Qaeda, which is not really true. But then here's my real point: I'm trying to get to here, Nasser. Forgive me for rambling is in that same BBC story, they say that, you know, there are multiple Al-Qaeda guys sitting in the Southern Transitional Council now, which my understanding was used to be dominated by the socialists, but I guess is not anymore. So, in other words, the UAE's two favored groups, the uh, STC and AQAP, they're now really getting along together and looks like maybe it's going to end up maybe a uh, north-south Yemen situation as it had been back during the Cold War. What do you think? Yes, this is a very good question. The enemy of UAE and Saudi Arabia are not the side or ISIS. The enemy of the Saudi Arabia and UAE is the Brotherhood, number one. Number one enemy of UAE and Saudi Arabia is Brotherhood. And I think for the assassinations in Aden and uh, after the, that movie of the BBC. I'm sorry to interrupt here, I, Nasser, but hadn't you told me in the past that the Saudis actually were supporting the Muslim Brotherhood, yes. kind of ironically here, yes, but now you're times. saying that's changed. Many times I told you about these assassinations in particular, they killed mosque leaders, mosque imams. Every mosque imam in, uh, in, in, in the... In Aden, they killed him because he's a brotherhood, not because he's Qaeda, not because he's Qaeda. No one. So the enemy of Al Qaeda is, 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 is working and fighting alongside UAE and the Saudi mercenaries. And everybody knows this. But uh, this is what happened. This is, this is what happened in Aden. They killed every single uh, imam leader in in, in Aden, under the uh, under the pretext of 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 Qaeda or ISIS, and this is not right. And I think we, I, I told you about this 
many times and it's still now, until now, they are trying to do the same, UAE and Saudi Arabia. Okay, so now uh, I'm sorry, we're real short on time here. Last subject is the peace deal. Now, one of the major outstanding issues was the salaries for the public employees, the electricity, the sewage and, and water and whatever, all the utility workers, that kind of thing. And the Saudis were holding out. Then they had given in. And all the reports here were that everybody was signing on the dotted line. And in fact, when the recent fighting broke out, you and I may have discussed this last time, the Saudis were urging Biden restraint and said, we're trying to sign a peace deal here, man. Stop bombing them. Now, there's a report at uh, DaveDeCampNews.Antiwar.com talking about how because Biden, now that he's at war with the Houthis directly and is putting them back on the terrorist list, that means that they won't be able to transfer these funds. And the salaries finally being delivered, part of the deal, is now off, which is going to ruin the whole damn peace deal. Is that your same understanding, Nasser? Yes, if there, if there is, if, if there, the only sanction, the only sanction that can be impactful or that the only impact of the sanctions would be only this, to stop the salaries that the, that the Saudi Arabia wanted or promised many times to pay. So the only thing that would happen is this. And this is why I'm telling you, uh, uh, United States is, 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 is making is making fires, not not putting out the fires. It's making fires. This is <laughs> this is this is one of the problems. You know, the um, the um, uh, Saudi Arabia wanted to end to end the problem with Houthis. Now now United States wanted them not to do that because it's in in a in a, in a direct confrontation with 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 the Houthis. And why? for Israel, for the genocide of Israel. So a problem inside a problem. Because, I mean, uh, uh, United States is making a problem for itself from all sides. Yeah, I know. Because and they, say, they, 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 they would say, and uh, yes. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, in all the years of America helping Saudi and UAE bomb and blockade the hell out of that place, there was only one attempted missile attack on an American ship years ago. It didn't do much damage. And as far as the American people were concerned, they never heard of the Houthis and certainly did not consider them our enemies, even if they chant death to America or whatever. Like, they actually hadn't done anything to us. Now, they shot at us. And as most Americans understand it, for no reason, just now, out of the blue... This crazy group of Yemenis picked a fight with us, or maybe because, uh, you know, they love terrorism so much or something like that, that they're fighting on the, the side of Hamas. So now, as you say, we're making this new problem. But in the minds of the American people, this is now a group of horrible people who chant death to America and death to the Jews and other things like that, who have fired rockets and missiles at our ships and... The next step in the thinking, you know, goes that they cannot be allowed to remain in power, right? Like it's just, 
I don't know what they think they can do about it. They they obviously have witnessed their own failure at helping Saudi and UAE achieve regime change there over the last almost decade. And yet at the same time, you know how these people are withholding a grudge, Nasser. They get really upset. Now, let me tell you what the United States can do now or what they want to do. Seemingly, they want to do now they want to play them against each other. They want to play the, the missionaries or the Saudi missionaries or let me say the anti-Houthi in Yemen, the anti-Houthi groups, the Saudi and UAE-backed anti-Houthi groups. They want them to fight Houthi again. And this is what they are doing now. They, are, they, they already have started to do this. Uh, but I think... They will make also another problem they, because this is this is not going to solve the the, the problem at all. For example, for Saudi Arabia, it's completely uh, completely refusing this because it it knows that um, this is not good for it and for its uh, plans and for its uh, the, the so-called uh, uh, 2030 uh, visions and all these kind of things. But uh, I think. The, the the key things for if if United States want to 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 end the problems for the navigation in the Red Sea and for the for the for the Saudis and for everyone they they could do one thing which is end the war in Gaza. Why they didn't do this? If they didn't do it, then nobody would would believe what they are what they are saying. Nobody would believe them at all. All right, Nasser, thank you so much for coming back on the show to talk about this. And, of course, I agree with you about all that. The whole thing is just such a tragedy. I guess I'm happy to hear that the damage uh, and the, the death and destruction at America's direct hands in Yemen is not that bad. And let's hope it doesn't get worse here. But appreciate your time on the show, no, as always. No, it's not until now. It's not because it's in the same, it's in the same bombed and empty. It's empty places and bombed out places. Right. Bombed out. That's that's really good to hear. Thank you. Yep. Okay, well, thank you so much. Great to talk to you again, as always, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. The Scott Horton Show, Anti-War Radio, can be heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA. APSradio.com Antiwar.com Scotthorton.org and LibertarianInstitute.org